0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, wait, I gotta press Got it. Yeah, you
1: got it.
2: All right, there's the sound effect, Chris. Now we're officially underway. Unofficially. Because don't forget, everybody, the cold open is not actually the show yet. This is just, it's like a sneak. I mean, it is the show. I mean, trust me, it's the show. People are listening. But it's not the show because it's the cold open, right, Chris?
1: Yeah, it's the sort of non-show before the show. Yeah, so like if, what whatever we say here
2: like doesn't really count, but it does count because it, it's for public record trunks. So be careful.
0: Okay, I understand. I gotta uh, heads up. That's like letting somebody know. Hey, you're on speakerphone right now. Before you say, okay. there you go. <laughs> trunks,
2: Trunks in the Zoom. Everybody, this time. I mean, uh, our man who's going down. If you guys, if you guys are out there at Climate Pledge early and you're watching warm ups, you might catch a, a certain podcast's theme song every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, in rotation. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, no problem. It's a great, it's a great theme song. It's, uh, you guys did a, a really great job with it. Trust me. It's not every time, uh, someone comes up to play something, I'm not like, oh yeah, for sure. But once I heard it, I was like, oh wait, no, this is actually, okay. Yeah. This fits for sure. Thank you. you don't take all requests. Anybody <laughs>
1: just come up. We're not putting that out into the world right now. Just go up to trunks and ask for anything.
0: Someone <laughs> up and ask for the, the glitter album during third period from Mariah character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that fan was from Edmonton for sure. To have been <laughs> well, we can't even take credit for our theme song though. It's B Boy Fidget, Chris,
1: who yep. is a friend, friend of, of the Chris show, is,
2: but also local hip hop artist up there in Seattle, right, Chris?
1: Yep been been friends with with B-boy fidget here uh, for a long time now and he's he's just definitely a really really great guy up there um like you said local local artist um but you know has has worked with artists in Atlanta and everything like that he's yeah. doing his thing and Oh and he's he going was,
2: big time man I mean he yeah. did the theme song for Release the Show but also for Take 12 our Seahawks podcast so shout out to him trunks um we got you here for the cold open though so we got to get to know you a little bit what's your story? Where are you from originally? All that kind of stuff. But then how did you get this sweet gig with the Kraken?
0: Oh, man. Okay, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. Um, that's where I started out, kind of, you know, doing the high school parties and all that kind of stuff, the kind of usual DJ route. Then, <laughs> um, I moved to L.A. for a while, um, did some clubs out there. Then eventually, you know, I was like, I'll move to uh, move to Vegas because it was way cheaper to live in Vegas than it oh, was yeah. in, uh, yeah. in Atlanta. And um, to make a longer story shorter, um, basically, <laughs> I I went to a club in Vegas and I ended up opening for DJ Joe Green, who's the DJ for the Golden Knights. Mm. And, and uh, we became friends and the person uh, that hired uh, Joe for the Golden Knights job, you know, uh, was looking for somebody for the Kraken and... Here I am. Yeah. See, there you go, Chris, right? Well, we,
2: the the Vegas did such a good job with their whole rollout and everything that they were doing. And I remember when, when we got a team and when the Kraken was becoming a thing and people were talking about what was going to be like the show of it and everything, everyone said, well, we hope they kind of do what Vegas did. And it seems like, Chris, what we did is we went out and stole everyone from Vegas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went out and we, we got the whole crew yeah. from Vegas. Johnny, well, you know, and, and company, they came out and, and uh well, really know. put on a show for us this time. That's how it's uh, it's the sincerest form of flattery, right, Chris? Like
2: <laughs> like if like if there was a show, like if there was a podcast about the Kraken, you know, done locally. This is all hypothetical funny, you're saying, right? And it was they didn't talk much hockey, but it was a lot of comedy and it was really, really yeah. popular. But then if a and then all of a sudden another show pops up. Yeah, and they try to do the same thing. It's kinda like that, huh, Chris?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same thing. That's a little too yeah. behind
2: the scenes, Trunks. We, we won't go into that right now. <laughs> Trunks like, what the heck are uh, you talking about? The other, night, <laughs> the other night, Chris and I had uh, press passes, but then we also snuck into the Verizon Lounge afterwards. Uh, I shouldn't say snuck in. Shout out to Jonas. Uh, but Trunks was in there. I mean, Trunks. Jonas. When you're, you're in on. there in Verizon Lounge down in the bowels of the stadium where they let all the rich and famous people go after the games, I mean, you must be spinning tracks for some Seattle legends, right? Seattle elite.
0: Can you, yeah. can you name drop a little bit for us? Um, I know I've seen uh, Marshawn Lynch in there before mm-hmm. um, and he came to a cracking game and then they had a, a party down there. And so I did that and um, see who else, you know, man, there's, there's so many people that sneak in through there. I'm so focused. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just, I can specifically remember Marshawn because I looked up and saw him kind of, you know, grooving, doing, you know, the kind of bay area type of stuff when i was playing it and um i got so excited like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> everything is coming around full circle this is the most amazing thing ever <laughs> like my whole like i was making sure everybody had a good time but in the back of my mind I'm just like i want Marshawn lynch to have the best time ever hell yeah so, oh, all right man everybody that he's with to have the best time ever
2: well also part um, owner of the kraken too right
0: yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah. and um yeah that's that's kind of off the top of my head man that's probably the I know there's other people, but you know where I'm positioned in Verizon Lounge? It's kind of hard to see everybody. That's true. You know, yeah. if you, don't, if you don't come over there to where I'm at. I might not notice exactly who's there. But um, there's some
2: deep, dark corners over there, Chris. But we have to, you know, and I said it a second ago, but really, we got to take a second and pause and just give a huge shout out to our guy, Jonas. Who's just holding it down over there at yeah. Verizon Lounge? The hardest working man at Climate Pledge Arena. Saw him
1: everywhere on Friday night. Everywhere, every, every corner I turned around, Nails was there,
2: and still taking care of these two knuckleheads. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. A young, big shout out to him. He takes hey, care of everybody. Trunks, Great. when you saw Marshawn, when you saw Beast Mode, mm-hmm. right? What do you remember? What was the first song? that you played? Or did you change it up? you say, okay, okay, Marshawn. said, so did you, you know, he's from the Bay. Did yeah, you, do you have a go to area stuff like, right, for him? Like
2: people with this
0: right now. You
1: were you're like, looking. Hey, I want him to have a good time. So I don't know if you can remember you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this jam down from Marshawn.
0: Yeah. It kind of, I, I just remembered him, um, a video of him dancing at a, I think it was a Raiders game, just kind of some Bay area stuff. Mm-hmm, so okay. I, I went straight to like, tell me when to go. And then from there, I kind of kept a Bay Area for like the next like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just and then I just kept gradually building to like, I was doing, um, you know, too short and all that kind of stuff a little bit just to keep it there. And then, you know, eventually I went to other stuff, but yeah. uh, just want to make sure I saw everybody that he was with, you know, kind of vibing out, having a good time because that's important.
2: Oh, Yeah. Well, Chris and I were there the other night, and I'll name drop a bit. We were hanging out with Hall of Famer Walter Jones. Uh, I feel like I can. Ooh. I feel like I can name drop because we tweeted a photo Ooh. of it, and he didn't. He didn't mind that we put that out there. <laughs> so <laughs> that was lawyers cool. didn't send
1: us anything to take it down, right? Oh
2: man, that was awesome. And I don't. I don't remember, Chris. I don't know if you remember either. What song it was? Was it? It was something kind of old school, something a little more 90s, early 2000s. But whatever it was, trunks, when you hit it, that Walter just stood up and immediately started dancing. Just and it was the only time he danced all night. I don't remember what song it was. Do you remember I Chris? Remember.
1: I can't remember. That was a cool man, moment. I just remember though. seeing Big Walt get up and just do his thing.
0: That is the biggest man I have ever seen. <laughs> it's a big man. Oh yeah, I did I remember seeing that. Get yeah, up it's a uh, just those two thousands and and that kind of stuff. It always the nostalgia stuff always works, man. Like you know that kind yeah. of yeah, mm. Outcast and all that. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. What about the
2: Kraken working for them as an organization and and working there at Climate Pledge because, uh, you know they're only in their second year and Chris and I have said on this show before that, you know sometimes the crowd could use some energy in there and that's what you're there for. But now in season two and going to some games, I mean. People in Seattle, we're getting with it now. It's getting loud in there. The energy is getting ramped up and you're a big part of that, man. I mean, I, uh, talk to us about just how it feels to be in there and and the, the sort of juice that's in there right now.
0: Oh man, yeah, the energy is incredible. It feels it feels like how it did the very the very beginning of season 1, you know, when it was just ruckus just yeah. all the time just it was the loud the last that I've heard in a long time was our last game and um People are singing along the songs that are being played now, you know, and and also I can't take all that credit because we have such a great music team. Like we have uh, David Hatch, DJ side, a music director who plays a lot of in-game moments. Then we have Benny Drawbars, who's on the keys all the time, wearing mm-hmm. all the fun, cool yep. outfit. Yeah. He um, had the top hat going the other day, Monopoly guy. Was, he, he's amazing. <laughs> he, he's so incredible like a monocle. Good
2: well he sorry we're all talking over each other he he is incredible because he not only does the like classic organ things that you're used to hearing out in the nhl hockey game right but he blends it with like some covers of like you were saying like 90s stuff some hip-hop like you start to recognize stuff that you're like wait a minute is that what i think it is and then all of a sudden he goes into dun, 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 or something, you know classic
0: he's so <laughs> incredible man like during some of our um just rehearsals and stuff like that. And there's like a little moment of silence and you just hear him practice and stuff, you're just like, Oh, wait a second. That's 50 cent. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just been, uh, he did something the other day where he he was playing some song, but then it went into a uh, still Dre by Dr. Dre and it was just so well-timed. So he's, he's been an amazing addition. So, yeah, um, everybody is uh, responsible for all that energy in there and the crowd has just been, eating everything up in the most positive way and they're just really with it now. So it's uh, it's been really fun to see.
2: What's up with the uh, Sea Dirge the uh, song that they got going on? There's like a video package with an old fisherman. And he starts singing a song that it's like oh, clearly right, an right. original song written about the Kraken and they do the words at the bottom. Is this something that they are trying to make a thing? Like, are we all supposed to learn this song?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, how sea shanties roll, man. Like it's, uh, yeah. it's uh, they, we did the sea shanty thing last, uh, last year. With, I think it was Wellerman and people right. were uh, responding to it well. So I, I think uh, right now it's, it's trying to find something that sticks with the audience it's something that, you know, everybody sings at every game that becomes something that, you know, people sing at the bars, even if they're not at the games. Yeah. You know? So it's a, uh, yeah, it's a sea shanty. So I think I think that's definitely a goal when you try to have something like that. I like it.
2: I I mean I wasn't trying to knock it. I I actually thought it was kind of fun. But Mrs. Davern looked at me and she was like, "Is this? Are they trying to? Should we have been learning that?" And I said, "I think so." <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it's, it's going to take a it's going to take a lot of games to yeah. stick. Eventually, you know, you keep fronting the same thing out there. It's going to it's going to stick.
2: Look up the lyrics yeah. online, everybody. And and if you go to a game, they got this video package where it's like a guy that looks like the Gordon's fisherman comes out, <laughs> he sings this song <laughs> while he's like riding a boat through the Montlake Cut. It's pretty cool. Chris, you know, do you know the do you know the shanty that. yet? You don't know it yet.
1: Me? Yeah, you I don't even know what it? you're talking about. I don't know if yeah. I was going to get oh. a beer or something Too like cr- that at that time. <laughs> Too I many IPAs at that part. So at that point, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I do want to know about from Trunks is like I want to know sort of a day in the life, you know, game day on some level for you like like you can take us through it if you want but with specific respect to um preparation you know I, I, meetings etc playlists do you make your own do you do you are you able to audible during the game do you change it up is it all by feel sometimes based on moments like what's your prep and sort of game day routine uh, if you will
0: well, uh, a lot of that kind of prep for me comes before the game, even before I get there, you know, I'm at the house always trying to find new music, downloading things like when it comes to warm ups, if I'm a lot of the the kind of hip hop and EDM kind of our mashups and stuff like that, that I have to that I make myself some uh, and trying to prep for that takes a lot of time at home. Yeah. Um, when I get to the stadium, when I used to get to the stadium last year, I had to go to a script read where everybody sits down and goes through what the process is, um, what everything's going to be for that day. But now I can kind of get there a little later, which is nice. I can I kind of go right when rehearsals going on, which is which is awesome. Like right before the food comes out too. I'm always <laughs> down to be the guy that shows up right when the food's coming. <laughs> but. Right, right. But no. So a lot of my pregame prep is uh, happens happens at home. And then when I'm at the game, yeah, I can definitely audible like I'm playing the walk in music. I'm feeling something else. Also, depending on, you know, hey, is it Saturday? Do we have Saturday songs? Is it Friday? Or is it a, is a theme night? Is a kids night? Is mm-hmm. it a uh, Friday night? All that kind of stuff matters when it comes to pregame prep. And, um, you know, and during the game, like I said, like we have we have David and we have um, we have Benny Drawbars. And it it's such a collaboration of all three of us that you know, if, 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 if side is on the headset sense, it's like, Hey, Trump, do you have this or do you have this? Then I go download it. And if I need something and I'm, I'm hitting him up and it's just a huge collaboration. So, um, and we work on that kind of stuff during rehearsal too, you know, timing of it, working our audio levels. And cause if I come in way too hot and then, and, and, uh, David was coming in like down here and it sounds different in the stadium cause we're so we're hot, we're really high up. We're positioned in the press box. So sometimes, yeah is sometimes it's hard to hear exactly the audio of what's going on under us to the full extent where we know how to adjust. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a lot of pregame prep too, is making sure everybody's levels are okay. Testing out songs that you have that are new to make sure like, Hey, I'm not coming in too hot. Also making sure that you're not about to play something that has a curse word in it. Cause that. Dude, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Has it been be close
2: a, a few times with that?
0: Man. Um, you know, personally, like, Knock on. I've never done it. Knock on wood. Okay, I've never yeah. done it. <laughs> there have, there have, there has been one time where I had something loaded up where um, I wasn't necessarily sure, right? And I knew, and I, I, I felt in my heart it was clean. But then when the part comes up, you're still, you, your heart kind of like, you know, <laughs> oh no. And then uh, Bruno Mars didn't say, and I was like, "Okay, fine, I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> <laughs> wipe the sweat away." Well, you yeah. guys,
2: you guys all do such a great job there. I mean, you, Chet, Angelica, Strawberry, I, it, we've had all you guys on the show, and I um, appreciate you guys being fans of the the show here of this podcast. But then, I mean, we're just such big fans of you guys and everything you guys do at Climate Pledge. So keep on doing it. And and we'll keep on coming and checking it out. But I mean, speaking of pregame music, and and we already talked about it. But uh, would you care to yell out the name of your favorite pregame theme song podcast? How what am I trying (laughs) to say, Chris? We got to kick this thing off, Trunks.
0: Yeah, release the show.
2: Chris Hey hey! Oh Trunks in the building On release the show That was awesome man That was awesome We've we've had them all now We've had them all From the arena For the I think we have
1: Amazing Amazing We need to We need to get the rest of the music team on here then
2: That's true And we finally got to get a player on here also at some point, yeah. you know what I mean. Like we've had everybody from from the the Kraken. Now we need a player from the Kraken to finally step up and have the guts to face us on release the <laughs> show. Chris, uh, welcome <laughs> to release the show, everybody. I'm I'm Brett. He's Chris, and uh, the Don't show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I just you hit that you. in here real quick. Dude, I just like, hit you with it right away today. <laughs> No delay. We're going right to the read, man. Uh, uh, BetOnline.ag, the place for all of your online wagering. BetOnline continues to be your number one source for uh, odds and news when it comes to making wagers out there. They are your number one source and go-to spot. Uh, Whether you're using the online browser or their mobile app, which of course is free, download it from any app Mm -hmm. store. It's BetOnline.ag. Go over there and put some money on your Kraken to make the playoffs. I What's think it's, the promo code? I think it's going to happen. Uh, the promo code is Believe, spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V, and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you go over there and you put in $100, bucks, they are going to give you an extra 50 bucks to do whatever you want with for free. So you mm-hmm. turn 100 bucks into 150 You could turn... Uh, 500 bucks into 750 you could turn a thousand bucks into 1500 bucks you could turn a million dollars into 1.5 no way. i don't think they'll cover. and then that. retire <laughs> i don't think they'll cover that though oh they don't okay. no there's probably a limit uh but either way go <laughs> check it out betonline.ag chris chris christopher
1: chris Do we have a lot of millionaires listening to our show absolutely
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Come on now, all those uh, Google right. Google Bros and Amazon Bros that have moved to Seattle. Yeah, man. Come on now. You could just call them Tech Bros, and yeah. then it encompasses all of them. Yeah. When's the last time you've been to a Kraken game, dude? I mean, come on. A lot of lot of Tech Bros walking around. <laughs> well, oh. last Friday. Oh, speaking of which, that's my first topic, man. Let's talk some hockey. You and I were in the building. Yep. Uh, as our mighty Kraken took on the mighty Connor McDavid and the Oilers, uh, we had press passes. Big, big shout out to the whole yep. press team and the PR people and Yaria and everybody, uh, Nari and the whole team over there at uh, the Kraken because they're the best. And they they let Chris and I have press passes. Took care of us. Which Missing Link Ryan, who usually covers the team for us, was very nervous about Chris. <laughs> I got a phone call frantic the morning that we were going to the game. He's like all right, just listen, I got to go over some rules and here's where you can be and here's where you can't be and if you take video here and if you record audio here and if you don't take a picture over here and he he literally said at one point, don't screw this up for me. (laughs) I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he was very nervous about it's the us. two of us having press passes. What uh, could go wrong? And, you know, the people at the Kraken, they were not nervous at all. They accommodated us very well. Uh, we we were able to get just access like you wouldn't believe and some – I just – it was so cool. And thank you to them for letting us do that, and hopefully we can do that again because uh, – and 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 I think I said to you I see why they give those passes out because yeah. as as guys who sit around and talk about the team you really do get a different perspective on the team when you can kind of see them behind the scenes and when you can get on down to ice level I mean man the game looks different from down there uh go for it Chris I know we I mean you had a good time we had a good time take it away
1: Oh we had a great time I just uh, I'm assuming we shouldn't mention when you snuck out there and sat next to the team during the game and tried to interview uh, the McCannon sitting right next to him no, we in the second yeah, period. We, gonna, we, we shouldn't mention that.
2: No, don't. Yeah, don't okay, okay, stop, okay. No, stop.
1: And he said, missing well,
2: Link. it was funny too, because when I sat down, he said, you smell gin and tonic? <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That's what we're, that Chris is happen. joking, everybody. That didn't happen.
1: That didn't happen. Obviously, there would have been a stoppage in play and a security issue, and there would have been a lot more that people would have seen if that actually happened. No, man, it was so much fun. I mean, like, literally have been to many games prior, sitting up in the stands, uh, enjoying the speed of the game, um, and just, well, everything from from the food on down, food and drink and, and and the whole experience, the entertainment experience, but never from that vantage point that we got on Friday uh, taken over for for the missing link uh as press to to be down there being able to take pictures uh during warm ups, uh to be in back near the tunnel. Um, you know, like it's a whole nother world down cool. there, it feels I mean, like.
2: Okay. Well let's tell people what happened. So we're we're yeah. down there walking around the bowels of the stadium. Um and it's a good word for it. The we, bowels. <laughs> it really is down there. Um it's a clean place though. I, let me tell you what that is organized. very clean bowels. Wow. Yeah. Um Hey, shout out, by the way, I wrote down a bunch of people's names. Shout out to Colin, working security down there. Shout out to Keenan, yep. working security down there. Shout out to Keegan. Not Don't confuse Keenan and Keegan. I did that. Nope. D- nope. Don't make that mistake again. Also working security. Jonas at the Verizon Lounge, who was also just like running around like a crazy person before the game. I mean, really. Just yep. one of the hardest working dudes in there. Uh, Tony, right, on the one corner of the rink. Shout yep. out to yep. him. Um, I mean, just the coolest staff down there and people taking care of us because what Chris and I found out right away is that most press members don't try to walk around down there before or during the game. Most press members just go straight to the press box and then stay there. But yeah. maybe they should go downstairs because what you see is is just, like I said, the hardest working people in show business, but then also the team and like their interaction with each other. So Chris and I are walking past the locker room and... There's what, like five t- five minutes before the game, something like that? Something like that. There's two camera guys from ESPN there. Brett. And then a couple of security people. And we're walking past, and I just kinda said I think we just kinda said to the people, like, hey, can we can we hang out here too? And they were like, Yeah, we don't care. We're like, all right. They're like, You got press passes? We're like, yes. We're like showing everybody, by the way. We're like flashing them everywhere. We're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, Yeah, yeah, hang out. So We said to the camera guys from ESPN, we're like, well, what happens? They're like, well, the team's going to come out of the locker room right here. And it wasn't the tunnel. There's like the breezeway, sort of, between the locker room and the tunnel. And so we stood there and waited with the two coolest camera guys ever from ESPN, Martin and... And Brett. And Brett, that's right. Another Brett. Who spells it correctly. And, (laughs) And then we got the greatest one minute and 30 seconds in hockey history, dude. We tweeted the video... But Tanev walks out. He starts stomping his skates. The other guys start coming out past him. They all have things that are clearly like running jokes or things that they do each time. Like McCannon or McCannon, the second he comes out, he goes rituals. Hoo. Yep. He like barks, you know. And then you hear them all start cheering and going crazy and like <laughs> s- jumping up and smashing into each other in the tunnel. It was such a cool moment, man, to be there for that. That Don't moment in time it. when pro athletes were pumping themselves up to play, and we're standing right there, just two chuckle houses with a podcast. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, dude. That was a moment I'll, I'll never forget, smoke. you know, honestly. Like, just like it reminded me of my days as a young actor in like high school theater before going out onto the stage with your friends backstage and pumping each other up and stuff. Um, you get, like, glimpses of it on ESPN if you watch a Seahawk game or something. You remember, like, Richard Sherman in the in the circle of the DBs and stuff like that. But to sure. be standing there for it and to see what happens before the cameras cut to them, yeah, I, that was cool. And we tweeted the whole thing. So if you want audio of it, go listen. And I'm not sure if we were allowed to take that video or not, but go check it out till we're forced to take it down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, a couple of things. One— I'm not sure if I can compare your like high school theater to professional hockey players coming out, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it's a similar level mean. of competition there and and <laughs> playing field. I, I get it. Um, but secondly, mm-hmm. as this, you can't forget the smoke, no, that wafted in from the other side from the tunnel because it comes from the tunnel at that point. Yeah, not from the locker room, everything like that. So you're sitting there. And you were, you were fantastic, by the way, the way you held that camera so steady. I mean, well, you, I was resting you have a steady it. hand. Your wife must be very, very happy. with <laughs> no. such a steady <laughs> hand.
2: I was resting it on one of the velvet rope stands.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. Trip Gosh, portrayed. I was standing behind you. You Cheater. <laughs> but when that smoke wafted in and those guys are doing all that you already said, their rituals and coming out and pumping each other up, just, it was such a surreal moment. That's yeah. the only word I could say. It was such a surreal moment to be there and be able to witness that. Um, super cool. I can't so, believe we didn't get famous. kicked out.
2: Well, and then so then just after that though, we make our way to the corner of the ice to shoot some really cool video. And by the time we got out there, it was five to nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then that part happened. Then that part happened.
2: You go from one of like the coolest moments of your life to just like,
1: uh oh. Literally, we walk out to to just take in some of the game, get some picks. Man, (laughs) it's I, I have video from ice level
2: of goal number two. It happened so fast. He skates so fast. Did they say thirty miles per looks. hour? I mean, yes, yeah, something like that. I think he like over this. Sp- I mean, whew. if McDavid's not gonna be the greatest player to ever live, then I don't know who is. Like, I mean, i i was I was too young for Gretzky, right? Like, I mean, i I was around when Gretzky was playing, but I wasn't a hockey fan. We didn't have a team. All of the above, you know. You watch like every yeah. once in a while. So I don't, I I mean, I don't, my mind's eye can't compare the two, but in person, like he's just, he's just, he's just different than
1: everybody else out there. And I'm not even a hockey guy. You can see it. And you can, and he did it again. He did it again. You know, last night Yeah. uh, with that breakaway that you're just like, he's faster than you. He's got more control of the puck than you. Mm -hmm. And he just breezes by and crosses over uh, Jonesy and puts it up, up in the top corner. Like, what are you gonna do yeah he's just different my question to you would be is do you think maddie b could get there could get there like i I don't know i you know i'm not sure like i mean he is just so good but like he's our only shot i think on the team right now of like someone that could reach the levels well i think mcdavid but I think they're kind of different players a little bit. So I'm
2: not sure if, if Matty B's game is even really what McDavid's is. I mean, McDavid is like, not only is he crazy fast, but he's also huge. He's like big. He's imposing. He he just, I don't know, man. I, I'm in love. I got to tell you. I mean, Look, <laughs> you guys, I mean, I'm a Kraken fan through and through. But seeing him in person was just like, it was it was something else, man.
1: It really Isn't was. Is there for that when you like fall in love with 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 your enemy or with someone who's holding you captive or something like that? Is like Stockholm syndrome. Is that yeah, what it's something called? like? Yeah. Is that what you have right now? I think it is what I have, David.
2: But you know what else I have? I I have a fear of having to play him all the time since they're in our division. <laughs> but it's gonna be fun to watch. But also, it's like really yeah. scary. You know, real quick, humble brag, real quick. I've had a crazy sports year in witnessing sports live. So. Okay. I've watched McDavid play, I think now, that, that was my second time live and in person, I think. So he's, I mean, like we said, could be one of the greatest of all time, maybe, someday. Yep. Um, Mariners games, I watched Aaron Judge hit a couple out against the Mariners this year, unfortunately <laughs> for the Mariners, but like in the midst of the season he was having, I was like, wow, this is cool to be here for some history. Also, yep, yep. I happened to be at the Dodgers game when Pujols hit 699 and 700. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Weird sports year for me this year. A lot of legends coming. Weird through.
1: or hmm. absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Happy to be there for all of it, man. No, anyway. that's I mean, and you, you're covering you're covering multiple sports. Right? Feeling good, man. Football. Feeling, football, feeling blessed. Dude. Baseball. Happy New Year, hockey. by the way.
2: Happy New Year, by the way.
1: Oh. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well.
2: Hey, this brings me to uh Jones versus Grooby, though, because we're we're talking about so at the game we were at, obviously, it went south fast. We ended up scoring a couple goals. There was a fight. <clears throat> we had fun. We hung out with Walter Jones. I mean, it, it was great.
1: Yeah, you were going to fight him. You didn't. You guys mended fences, and now you're, you're besties. Yeah. Yeah, there was
2: a brewing fight between Walter Jones and yeah. I. It's a different story. for. I'm glad it didn't have podcast. to come to that. Anyway... <laughs> The team goes down, they go down hard, right? I like you on this show, so. It wasn't fun to be, I mean, that part of it wasn't fun, right? It was like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, we had the night we had, everything was awesome. But then the team comes back, the next two games, and we look great. We beat the Islanders, then we fly up there to Edmonton, and we take care of them like they took care of us. But yep. the thing is, Chris, is that if you and and Final to all answer. you Kraken fans out there, you astute Kraken fans, what you'll notice, the differences in those games is the starting goaltender. Jonesy. Springs up a debate being raged against with Kraken fans right now. I mean, in the building, you could hear Kraken fans in the stands talking about it, uh, especially when the first three goals went in the night we were in the building. the The, the, ru- the murmur started around the building. Should yep. Jones be the number one and sort of you know starter
1: most of the time goalie for this team? I say yes. Yeah. What do you say, Chris? Well, it was even it was even in in the bowels, as you say, when we were cruising around down there, we ran into a couple people that will not be named, you know, because they work for the team and Ooh. stuff like that. Look at us that being responsible
2: like, press members. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: unnamed source, but a reliable source was like, well, I don't know. Maybe we should be looking at starting Jonesy. He's a winner. He's well, I mean, he's been winning at least with us. He's been having a great year. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And that's then when we went out three minutes later, four minutes later and it was four to zero uh, and, and grew got pulled, unfortunately. Yeah. Jonesy came in. Well, it's, you know, it's, they still scored some, but he did better. So it happened right in uh, in that game. Yeah. And did you hear how loud that crowd was when they made the switch?
2: Yeah, no, I know, I know. The people, the Jones is the people's champ for sure right now. People are wanting to see him. However, yeah. a couple nights before that against the Flames, I was there and uh, Grubauer, I, what did he stop? Like 31 shots, 41 shots? I think 41. 41 yeah. shots and was one of the stars of the game even though they lost. So, you know, He had a great game. I think it's one of those things where they're both obviously good goaltenders and and guys who I think can be starters on any team, really. And so it's a good problem to have. But I think what you want is both of them, you know, obviously on fire at the same time, which they're kind of not right now. One's up, one's down, or the team wins when one's back there. And that could... Be a little bit of a coincidence but if you're new to hockey which a lot of Kraken fans are here in Seattle you sort of mm-hmm. just see one guy there and the team wins and you see the other guy there and the team kind of loses and so you just kind of want to see the guy there that is there when the team is winning and I think it might not make sense to a hockey expert or anything out there but to us hockey novices it makes sense
1: yeah that's true. I mean, it's very just you know cut and dry in that way, um, and and that as as someone who's relatively new to hockey, as we as, uh, have tended to put put out there for folks to to understand, we are we are fans and we're covering the team, but we're we're learning as we go as well. You know, I might have thought that same thing of just like, oh well, we're losing with Gru, we're winning with Jonesy. Hey, let's just put him in. Uh, there's obviously more nuance to it. Um, and you would love for them both to just be killing it um, so that they're interchangeable and well, hit, so that they can give each other nuance. breaks. You got numbers for
2: me? Let's talk some hockey.
1: What'd you say? You got some numbers for me?
2: It sounded like About you were going to have numbers. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. I never do numbers. You don't talk-
1: on this show, boys. Keep <laughs> oh. going. Okay. No, yeah. I was just going to say that, you know, grew came back from an injury. He's been out. I was just going to go less, not numbers, but more like just confidence levels, just, mm-hmm. just feeling the flow and confidence levels. Sometimes that's all it takes. And you want a goalie who's just feeling it, who's on fire. And I think grew will get there. I think grew, uh, given that our team is playing much better, we're scoring more goals. I mean, our defense has kind of let us down at times, but like, it's about effort, and we've seen that the last two games. We've seen them get in those corners and be roughing people up and 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 getting the puck. So I'm not worried about Gru necessarily, but I do think we ride a little Jonesy, you know, uh, uh, fire right now. Well, okay,
2: let me let me pull out an old release the show, an, an oldie but a goodie from your friends here at Release the Show. Okay. Going to the archives? This isn't necessarily talking hockey. This is more what we do around here. Okay? I'll throw out some hockey first, and then I'll do our shtick. So, Martin Jones, let me give you some stats. We'll talk some hockey. Okay? Here we go. All right. So, save percentage, 8.9. Uh, Groovy's save percentage, uh, 88. So, they're they're right there, right? Uh, games played for Groove 13, three wins out of 13. Uh-oh. Jones games played 26 16 wins. All right? I mean, you know, Grooby's 3 and 7, Jones 16 and 5. Listen. I don't know if any of that matters. I think what might matter is their nicknames. <laughs> now we're back. <laughs> but, no, for real. Just give me a second because if you remember when this show first started, we didn't call him Groo which is wrong by the way. I think it's it's, it's officially Grooby and you're going to have a lot of people coming after you for just for shortening it. But hmm. so it's it's Grooby. We call him sort of anything around here, but what we really called him at the beginning was Lip, if you remember.
1: Oh, that's right. Cuz it's
2: Philip and we were calling him Lip and he was playing a lot better than he's been playing this season. So I suggest that we throw all the hockey talk out the window and we just go back to calling him a ridiculous nickname cuz it seemed to be working back in the day. I mean, if it ain't
1: broke, don't fix it. Good. There. That, so I don't know why we fixed it. That's but us. let's break it again. <laughs> let's break it again.
2: That's us talking go hockey. going with Lip.
1: <laughs> Controversy. Lip versus Jonesy. What are we doing? Hey, um, I met Bowie finally. In person. Ah, <laughs> You met Bowie. I met like, Bowie. Like shook his hand. <laughs> like Had a, had a, had a, like, you know quick conversation, long conversation. What, what was this interaction? How'd you meet Bowie? When'd you meet Bowie? So at the flames
2: game, I took my kids. So I I was not working the game. I was just there as a, as a true blue fan. And okay. we went down to the glass for warmups. And if you get there early and if you're cool and if you don't, you know, be a jerk about it, they'll let you, especially, if, and and only listen to me, all you adults out there, this is for the kids. Okay, so if you really have kids, take your kids down to the yeah, glass. Yeah. If you're a full-blown adult, like maybe stand two, three rows back from the glass. Let the kids down to the glass. There's nothing worse than seeing these full-blown adults standing at the glass like begging for pucks and stuff like that while a four-year-old can't <laughs> get down there. All right. So, another public service announcement, but also just if you have kids and you go early, take them down to the glass. It's really fun. And the guys rip the pucks and it hits the glass and the kids freak out. It's awesome. So, I did that with my kids. Okay. And lo and behold, as we're standing there, here comes Bowie down the Mm -hmm. aisle my first chance to meet him in person and I rip off my hoodie (laughs) instantly and I'm wearing my release the show buoy backer t-shirt and I run over to him hell yeah and I knock over a couple four-year-olds on the way because that's the kind of guy I am (laughs) I'm not down there asking for pucks PSA out the window (laughs) I'm not down there asking for pucks I'm down there trying to hug buoy (laughs) <laughs> it's different. Um, no, I, I walk over and I get close enough and I just kind of turn around and like points to my back and then I turn back around and Bowie says, well, he doesn't, he doesn't say anything cause he's a mascot, but you know, yeah. I, it's radio. So I can't really, I can't pantomime it, but Bowie in mascot language does the like hands and like the like, Oh wow. Oh my goodness. And like kind of yeah. freaks out about the t-shirt comes over. We hug it out. We take a bunch of pictures. We high five. We do a little dance and Bowie is awesome. And I told you so.
1: You know, I would expect nothing less from a hashtag buoy backer. Um, (laughs) Did he show you his tattoo? I mean, how personal did you guys get? Uh, The hug was nice, and
2: a beat and a half longer than it should have been, which let me know that we
1: are real friends. Okay. And now I I would assume I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume trolls necessarily smell great. Did he smell okay? I mean, how yeah. with this embrace? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, fine. It was like a musky, you know, like underwatery, like been under a bridge, you know, kind of a thing. Okay. So yeah. pretty standard, but good, like troll-ish. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, the Fremont Bridge. So it's fine.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, it was did, great. Did did you allow any hugging for w- with your son? Did your son get to talk to Bowie at all or did you hog all of Bowie's time?
2: Uh, they they high-fived him. Okay. Uh, my daughter was over crying. She doesn't she's not a fan of the mascots. She's not, she's not a no. Bowie fan. And I looked at Bowie and I said, "It's not personal. She does this to Chuck E. Cheese, too." Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she does. It's true.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And then Got one it. of one of Bowie's handlers was like, "Don't mention Chuck E. Cheese because they're they're rivals." I said, "Okay, sure, sure, fine." Um, that but could anyway, have been a disaster for yeah. you and your family. But my son was high five in Bowie and loves Bowie. And and it, what's funny is after we left actual Bowie and went upstairs, my daughter wanted the Bowie stuffed animal that they sell there. or oh, yeah. stuffy. You know the, and so she she's in love with Bowie too. And if any of you out there hate Bowie, what you have to realize is that Bowie is for the kids. And me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So that's yes. what he's there for. Hey, speaking of the kids, Chris, last thing before we get out of here, unless you got something else, uh, is I met our youngest fan and I just want to give him a quick shout out. His name is Jack and he's four years old and I met yep. him and his dad, Chris, and you, you met them as yep. well, Chris. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> it was funny. Cause I said, I said, Oh yeah, we do a podcast for about the Kraken," And, uh, the dad was like, "Wait, which one?" I said, "Release the show," and he goes, "Oh, wait a second! I, th- I thought I recognized you guys and your voices and everything." And he goes, "That's Jack's favorite podcast," and he pointed to the <laughs> four-year-old.
0: <laughs> like, we are killing
2: it! We're
1: killing it in preschools around Seattle.
2: Well, what did he say, Chris? He said when they get in the car, like Jack wants to listen to the show. What did he say with the guys who won't stop talking about the the? about not hockey about not hockey (laughs) those guys are great see you don't have to be an adult to get it
1: and he was so cute he was so shy and kind of embarrassed and kind of ran away and then ran back and ran away and ran back uh you know because he was like these these are my these are my idols these are who i look up to well and also from release the show yeah brett could
2: start ranting at any time too so that gets scary for the kids (laughs) (laughs) they never know
1: Well, I I don't have anything other than that's amazing to know that our our fan base can go anywhere from 90 years old all the way down to four years old. Um, Other than we should probably throw out some info about Epic Seats and just say, hey, we love Epic Seats and we've got another ticket giveaway. Um, I believe for the January 19th game against the New Jersey Devils at 7 p.m. Oh, the New Jersey Devils. Yeah given two free tickets to every homestand, so just got to use the promo code TAKE12 for 12% off when you spend 100 or if you're selling tickets you use Epic Seats, you can use the promo code to get an extra $12 bonus for each ticket ticket you sell. Wait, hold on, hold on. That's, we we got to pause right there. Wait, hold on. Let me pause you right there. Let
2: me just, we got to emphasize yeah. that, because we got people listening that are cracking season ticket holders, and you can't make it to every game, right? I mean, yeah. who can these days with your schedule and... Your mother-in-law in in town or whatever. I mean, ice on the streets, you know? Yeah, geez. So you look to sell your seats. And when you sell your seats with EpicSeats.com and you mention Take 12, you get an extra $12 per ticket, Chris. So if you got two seats, that's an extra 24 bucks in your pocket. Yep. Just for mentioning a silly podcast? Hello. That's easy money. Come on now. Who doesn't like free money?
1: You're welcome, everybody.
2: EpicSeats.com. Sorry, Chris.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> do they do they need to, to, for this giveaway on the 19th, do they need to email us? Is that what they do? Yes. yes. So they're going to email us at release the show at gmail.com. And the, release the show at gmail.com. And do they need a code word, a password or something they're, like they're that? They're
2: supposed to give us the phrase that pays, which I can't remember from last episode. <laughs> So, so I don't know what, that was inaudible. That was in the documentary. It'll just say inaudible. Um, <laughs> so just, so just email us and say, Brett can't remember the thing.
1: <laughs> That's a good <laughs> That'll
2: one. That'll work too. Yeah. Just email us and tell us you want tickets. We'll put your name in the hat and you could win some tickets. I mean, come on, you know, it's
1: not, it's yeah. not, it's not uh, hockey science. Yeah. You could just email us and just say, give me the dang tickets. But I like Brett can't remember the thing. If you can remember to say Brett can't remember the thing, we'll remember to put your name in to get you these tickets. Yeah.
2: Epicseats.com, everybody. That was the show today. The Kraken uh, coming up. Let's see here, real quick. Long
1: road stretch, baby. Yeah, man. They're going to the East
2: Coast, man. East Coast. So they got Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Buffalo, probably before we talk again, dear friends. So, yep. Two and two. They got like five against the Atlantic. Come on now. So get back to these the ways of three, three, uh, three out of four.
1: Come yep. on now, at least they got their ass whooped, and they're like, "Hey, we need to act right," you know. Mm. Daddy McDavid put it on them, and they're like, "Okay, we get it, we get it." So and now they've they've done well two in a row. Let's keep it going. Let's do a three or four out of five, etc., and bring it home. They like going on keep the road too. I, no predictions, but. And that last
2: one is Chicago, so we should be able to take care of that. Oh, come on now. Did you really do that? What? No, just listen. Just just <laughs> say your thing so we can get out of here. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe.